Hello and welcome to Foothill Christian American Canyon. We're glad you joined us today and we sincerely hope that you're blessed with today's message. I've titled this The Rubber Band Ball Sermon. Everybody say that with me, The Rubber Band Ball Sermon. Here at work, when I go to work Monday through Friday, where I have a job that pays my bills, and, and it's a place in Napa, but we have this habit every morning, I lead them in what's called stretching exercises. I take five minutes out of my day, and I have a job where I'm sitting down on, in a chair all day long. It's a sedentary job. It's an office job, but we take the time to stretch. And so we'll do all these stretching, arms, legs, shoulders, and um, it, how many know it's good for you to stretch, number one? If you don't stretch, bad things happen to your body, okay? I'm just, I'll just tell you that right now. So we take the time to, be, uh, to, to stretch, but during those stretches, have you ever been like me where you start to stretch and all of a sudden it starts off painful, and then, and then as you get into it, okay, it eases up. It's like, okay, I got this, I got this. But th- that initial stretch is like, oh my goodness, I really need to do that today. And in that moment, it's uncomfortable But the more you hold that, the easier it becomes. The more acclimated your body becomes to that, right? And and that's what we do every every morning. We try to do that, be diligent in that. And the the thing we got to be careful with is when we're being stretched, whether it's physical, spiritual, mental, whatever it is, we will get uncomfortable. Everybody say that word, uncomfortable. uncomfortable. That's a part of life. You will experience a part of it that's uncomfortable but here's what God wants to challenge you with is during that stretching are you going to allow that uncomfortableness to disobey the word of God just say okay that's enough I I can't go on with this if if this is where God's taking me I I can't do this are you going to quit no no see there's no quitting in believers everybody say there's no quitting There's no quitting. Amen? Amen. Amen. So this morning, I'm going to show you places in the Bible that God asked people to stretch, and you're going to be able to relate to some of these places. You're going to be able to relate to that this morning. We have a a wonderful woman here in our congregation who's about to have a baby. She's being stretched, right, in ways that that, uh, men were thankful that we don't have to get stretched that way. Amen. But there's, there's that type of stretching. There's many types of stretching. So when I say that word, some of you already may be thinking of places, things that are going on in your life right this very moment where you never thought you'd be in. You never thought you'd be facing something today in in the form that God is stretching you today. So I want you to listen as we we read this morning from Philippians. So I'm going to ask you to stand, if you would, with me to honor the word of God. How many want to honor the word of God? Amen? We're going to read out of Philippians chapter 3. I don't have a sermon outline for you to uh, look at this morning, so you're just going to have to pay attention, read through your uh, Bibles this morning or electronic devices. Philippians chapter 3, and I want to read two verses, 13 and 14. It says here, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind And straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Amen. Let's pray this morning. Father God, Lord, we come before you this morning. We know that 
Lord, you are in control of everything. And at times, Lord, life can seem out of control. That, Lord, that you may be stretching us and, and it will get uncomfortable. And, and if we're not careful, Lord, we allow that fear, that uncomfortableness to dominate our feelings. We get anxious and all the emotions that come along with that uncertainty. And so, Lord, this morning, I pray, will you remind each and every one of us through your word that, God, that you are in control of everything that's going on in our life. Lord, that you will not allow more than we can handle to come into our lives, Father. So I pray that this morning that your word would be revealed in all its power, all its uh, truth. And I pray that in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen, amen. Amen. Again, look at your neighbor and tell him, I'm going to get stretched today. You may be seated this morning. Do you know that in order to get to where God wants you to go, each of us need to be stretched? Have you figured that out yet? In order to have a baby, there's some stretching that needs to take place. In order for anything to happen in your life, stretching must occur. Now, if I, if I brought Alexia up here, she could tell you how, and any woman here that's had a baby could tell you, it's not a very comfortable process. Thank you, Lord, that I am a male. Amen. But again, it's a process we all go through. Amen. We all go through a stretching process. But it's important that to remember there is a goal. There is a, a prize that you're going to get by sticking uh, faithful and sticking steadfast in that goal. Amen. Number one, I want to point out to you this morning is stretching leads to enlargement. Stretching leads to enlargement. Say that with me this morning. Stretching leads to enlargement. Meaning that God's not satisfied leaving you where you're at. God doesn't want you to just think in this little tiny box and that's where you're going to be. That's where I'll always remain. This is who I'll always be. God's not satisfied with that for you. God's got a great plan and a purpose for you. But it's up to you to look towards that goal. Now, we can remain in that comfort zone that I was talking about. Just like that video showed this adult being in a kid's Sunday school, he was satisfied with that. He was eating baby food when he should have been eating prime rib and steak and ribeyes and carne asada like we'll have later at my house. And uh, so you're all invited. But again, stretching leads to enlargement. We, every one of us here, God wants to enlarge your vision. He wants to enlarge what's going on in your life. And through that process, it involves stretching. It involves making you uncomfortable at times. But at the bottom of this is he's wanting to develop that trust in him, in your life. Trusting him. Trusting him. Amen? I'm going to show you right now. How many remember the illustration where Peter was beckoned by Jesus. He was called by Jesus onto the Sea of Galilee to walk. Step out of the boat, right? Here, here Jesus is in the middle. Of, the Bible says it's the, the winds were, were boisterous in the NIV. It, they were strong winds. It was storming. It was windy. So it's not a flat, icy glass type of water. This is a choppy sea. And Jesus is walking on water when he comes to Peter and says, Come. He, he said the word. He spoke the word of God. He said, come. Now, Peter, 
He had a choice there. He could have said, oh man, this is stretching me way too far out of my comfort zone. There's no way I'm going to step out of a perfectly good boat into water. It's kind of like jumping out of a perfectly good airplane, right? There's no good reason to do that. That's just my opinion. Well, here Peter's challenged by the same thing. He's saying, Jesus is saying to him, come. He's testing him. He's stretching him. He's stretching his faith. Has God ever done that with you? Has God stretched your faith where all of a sudden you look back and you say, man, I did that because of him, not because of you. It's because of the power that lives in you, which is the spirit of God. Amen. So Peter gets out there and he begins to walk. He's walking towards Jesus as he's keeping his eyes on Jesus. But check this out. The Bible says that the moment he began to take his eyes off of Jesus and put them on his circumstances, the wind, the choppy seas, the white caps. Ever been out in the water in white caps? It's not fun. When, when, when the boat's tossing and your stomach's tossing with it and, 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 and everything's going haywire. Peter began to look at his circumstances, meaning he took his eyes off of Jesus and began to just look at what was going on around him. And he began to sink. And he cried out to Jesus, Lord, help me, save me. And that's when the Lord steps in and saves you. And he picks you right up. Amen. Aren't you thankful for that today? That, that all you have to do is just call on him. All you have to do is call on him. We, we make it so hard sometimes. And Jesus is just saying, I'm right here. I'm right here. All I want to do is stretch you, build up that faith in you. And all you have to do is just call on me. So Peter was a great example of that. Now, he had that choice. He could have remained in his comfort zone on that, on that boat. Now, did he stretch his faith? Yes, he did. Can you imagine? I mean, the Bible only describes Jesus and Peter as the only two individuals, to my knowledge in the word of God, that ever walked on water, ever. Peter was a water walker. Do you know that from that day on, he'd, he'd say, yeah, but you didn't walk on water. Yeah, you might have done that, but you didn't walk on water. You know he did that. You know he did that. If he's like you and I, he shared that with all the other disciples. Yeah, you did that, but you didn't walk on water. Right? So, so he had something that he would pass on that would encourage his brothers. Amen? Let me ask you this question this morning. What happens to a muscle when it's regularly stretched? What happens? Let me ask. I'm going to ask somebody right now who I know is a workout fiend. Mr. Damien. I'm going to ask you right now this morning. What happens when a muscle stretched? Does a muscle grow? Uh, you break a few muscle fibers if you stretch it far enough. Yes. And, and will it help you become more flexible, more versatile, more uh, or stronger? Absolutely, just through stretching it, right? And in the same way, spiritually, what do we do when we're being stretched? We're growing. Our faith is increasing. It's being stretched. We're becoming more flexible. All through the power of God's word. All through stretching. So when you feel yourself being stretched, don't shake your head and say, oh my goodness, what's going on? Welcome it. Welcome it as a growing opportunity. Welcome it as a challenge to you that, that you know that your God who promises you in 1 Corinthians 10, 13 to never give you more than you can handle, know, know that 
He's just stretching you. He's stretching you to grow. Amen? Stretching you to increase your faith. Amen? So by stretching our, our muscles, we grow. By spiritually stretching, when God stretches us, we're applying those same principles. Our faith grows. It becomes greater, stronger. It becomes flexible. It becomes a strength against the enemy. Amen? Now, conversely, what happens if we don't stretch those muscles? What happens if we don't stretch, Brother Damien? What happens if we don't stretch? Atrophy. There you go. Atrophy. Atrophy is when those same muscles begin to shrink up. They begin to die. They begin to shrink up. And, you know, as we, as we get older, that's a natural part of the, of the process. And why it becomes even more important as we get older to stretch and to take care of our bodies and so forth. But again, if we don't stretch them ever, it dies. It dies. Same thing spiritually. If you don't stretch, if you're never stretched, if, if you say, no, Lord, I don't want to go there, and you have just like Peter, that right to stay in that boat and not be stretched. God will never lead you where you don't want to go. How many know that? He will not lead you where you do not want to go. But at the same time, you won't grow. You won't grow. He wants to stretch you. Amen? We also see this in the Bible where God will stretch you and he'll stretch you as far as he can stretch you. He'll take that and just stretch it, stretch it, stretch it. You thought I was going to let it go, huh? No. God will never give you more than you can handle. Romans chapter 5, verses 3 and 4 say this. It says, but we also exult in our tribulations. Tribulations. Anybody ever gone through a tribulation? Raise your hand if that's been you. All of us have, amen? It goes on to say, knowing that tribulation brings about... Here's what happens when you go through that stretching process through that tribulation. Listen to this. It brings about perseverance. And perseverance, proven character. And proven character, hope. How many want to have hope today? Amen. We all want to have hope for our future, for our kids, our grandkids, and so forth. That's what stretching does to us. But one of the problems we have, again, and I alluded to it already a couple times, is that stretching process if we're not being stretched yet and we're in this little comfortable box, this comfortable zone, we want to stay there. Oh, but Pastor Rick, I'm, I'm good right here. The, the boat's nice and dry. The boat's comfortable. It's going to get me from point A to point B. I'll get there eventually. I, I'm good right here. I, I don't need to teach kids church. No. No, that's... I don't know about that. That's too much. Right? And, and so that's what the Lord wants to work on, on our comfort zone. See, if we, if we remain in our comfort zone, I want to tell you this. You're not going to grow. You're not going to grow. Amen? You're not going to grow. See, that comfort zone may be different for each of you. It's not always the same for every one of us. For some of you, that comfort zone may be just, you know, coming to church. Coming to church, you're here. But not being able to raise your hands, you know, because that's out of your comfort zone. Maybe it's uh, even praying out loud. That, well, no, I'm, I'm comfortable right here in my little box. Well, God wants to stretch you. Say that with me. God wants to stretch you. Amen. For others, it could be being a comfort zone of not giving. 
of not giving. And I never talk about finances here. I never, ever touch that subject. I, I, my prayer is always that you believe in the same God I do. That same God is going to touch you. And that same God is going to uh, convince you of giving of your time, talents, and, and treasures. Amen? I don't have to beat you up over that. And I never do and I never will. But, but God wants to encourage us to grow. Amen? Amen? One thing I've learned in my walk with God. God is going to stretch you. He is going to challenge you. He's going to challenge you to grow. But here's the, here's the question. Am I going to allow that discomfort to cause me to not obey the Lord during that stretching? Am I going to cause that uncomfortableness, that pain, everybody say temporary pain, temporary pain. to cause me not to obey Him? Because that's all it is. It's a temporary pain that we endure, that we go through. But here's the thing. If you do follow through and you do obey, when you're being stretched, you will touch the power of God in your life. The power of God is right there for you. He wants you to just touch him. Peter experienced that. Can you imagine? Just close your eyes with me right now. Jesus is beckoning him. He's saying, come. And Peter steps out of that boat and begins to walk on water right now. Open your eyes this morning. Can you see that? The power of God. Peter touched that. He felt that. He touched that. He experienced that for himself. That's available to you and I today. The same power, the same spirit of God is available to you and I today. Amen. Another person in the Bible that was stretched. And again, these are... These are examples that most likely God's not going to ask you when we go fishing on June 10th to get in the boat and start walking on Lake Chabot, okay? That's not the whole point that day. It's to catch fish that day. But, but if he does, if, if you hear God, then take him up on that, okay? But make sure it's the voice of God, all right? And not the voice of Wayne, all right? <laughs> Another person in the Bible was Moses. Moses was challenged. Remember when... The Lord came to him and said, you are the man I have chosen to deliver my people. And we know the Bible says Moses immediately said, yes, sir, I will go. No, he didn't. He didn't say that. He said, who, me? Who, me? Who am I? And then he said, how will I get them to believe me? And then he said, but I, but I am a man of slow speech. I, I stutter. Uh, I, I can't communicate well. Yet God said, I'm going to use you. I'm going to stretch you. You see, here's the thing. God equips. God equips. We, we don't equip ourselves. We're just obedient to what God has asked us to do. And then he equips. He does the rest. Amen? It, he just wants your obedience. All he wanted was Peter to step out of the boat and watch that faith increase. All he wanted was Moses to say, yes, sir, I will go. But it took... It took God appearing in a, in a burning bush. It took all these things for Moses to understand that this is what was his mission. Amen? Amen? So again, Moses was stretched. You and I will be stretched. Don't allow excuses to, to take and rob you of God's plan for your life. Because we will do that. We'll make excuses and we'll put excuses one, two, three, four, five, and six, and whatever, so that we don't have to step out of our little comfort zone. And then we miss out on God's blessing for our life. 
I don't know about you, but I don't want to be that person. I don't want to miss out on what God wants for me and my life. Amen? Amen? You may be here today again, like I mentioned earlier. God may be stretching you already. God may be putting you in places that are uncomfortable. You didn't think today, May 21st, you would find yourself physically, spiritually, mentally in a place where you're at today. You may have thought your life was going to be very different at this time in your life. God is stretching you. He has not abandoned you. He's not deserted you. He, for He will never leave you nor forsake you, the Bible says. Aren't you thankful for that this morning? He will never leave you nor forsake you. And again, continue to obey God as He stretches you. He's growing you. He's growing you. He's causing a testimony to arise out of that testing in your life. Amen? A testimony that's going to affect others, not only you, but others here in your world, in your circle of influence. People are, are watching you and seeing that amazing faith being stretched and growing right before their eyes. Amen? Again, when we allow God to stretch us, we begin to see and experience His power. You'll never experience God's power if you don't allow yourself to be stretched to begin walking on that water and taking that first step. But you have to take that first step of obedience. You have to get on up. You have to get on up to take that first step. You have to get on up. Amen? Amen. God is going to ask you to stretch. God is going to ask you to stretch. Jesus was stretched, and so will you. So will you. Amen? It's often going to mean discomfort. It's often going to mean putting you in places physically, spiritually, mentally, that you were not prepared for. But in that moment, all you have to do is say, Lord, I need you right now. Lord, I need you. Just like Jesus was calling Peter, Peter began to say in his mind, I'm sure, the word doesn't describe it there, but he, I'm sure he said, oh, Lord, I'm putting all my trust in you right now as I take this step of faith. And the Lord helped him through that process. We need to do that. And one of the, the things that can prevent us from doing that is this word called, it's a four-letter word, I'm sorry. It's called fear. Fear is a four-letter word. It can paralyze you. Fear can paralyze you and stop you dead in your tracks from doing the right thing. How many have experienced that? We've all experienced fear at some point or another. If you're a human being alive and breathing here today, you have experienced fear on some level. And I want to read this scripture to you found in James chapter 1, verse 3. James chapter 1 and verse 3 says this, The, the testing of your faith produces perseverance. The testing of your faith, the stretching of your faith, the challenging of your faith produces perseverance. How many want to persevere, continue to battle, not quit, but continue to battle, continue to fight, continue to want to, to do what's right. Amen? Yes. That's all of us here today. You and I were built to last through this process of enlargement. See, God is enlarging you today. And I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking spiritually. God is enlarging your borders spiritually. Amen? He's here today to grow you, to stretch you. He's not content and satisfied to leave you at that same level you're at today. He wants you to grow. That's right. How many want to continue to grow? Amen. Amen? Right here. 
can I just tell you that when Anna and I and my girls came here in 2013, when we were booted out of Napa, right, brother? We were, I'm just kidding. We weren't booted out of Napa. We came here to, to lead this church. That was a challenge. God was stretching us, our whole family. I hadn't led a church at that point, and not that we were a big church here at any stretch, but I, we hadn't led, you know, in any type. I, I've taught for many years. I had been helping assisting Pastor Steve in Napa for a few years, but I had never been at this point. God was stretching us. All I knew is when I was asked, I obeyed. I obeyed when the Lord spoke to me and said, this is what I want for you and your family. All I did was, okay. I didn't say, well... Let me think about that, Lord. The minute I felt the Lord telling me that, because I had others telling me that, but I wanted the Lord to tell me that. And when the Lord told me that, I stepped out in obedience and my family followed. Now, was it easy for Raquel, Bianca, Anna? No, they were all and continue to be stretched, just like I am. We're all stretched, but in that process, we've grown. How many here... Wayne and Irene, have you seen growth in my family? Yes. yes. I was talking to my daughters last night, and they don't think they've seen any growth in, their, in themselves. And I'm reminding them, well, you've grown so much. And so maybe sometimes some of you may have to go up to my daughters and just tell them, can I tell you how much you've grown? And again, God stretches us. Every one of us, he stretches us. Amen? Amen. That was one, one uh, example of that. Can I share another one? Happened uh, a while back, uh, a couple years ago. I was doing a funeral. I was uh, co-doing um, a funeral with another pastor. And it wasn't anybody here you know, but uh, before the funeral service, he and I went over what parts each of us would cover. And so he covered this part and this part, and I would cover that part. And so as I, I'm finishing up my part, I go back to sit down in my chair up at, at the front of the church and so my mind just started to go into a comfort zone, right? I'm finished, you know, with my job. And, I, and I've done what I've been asked. And I've done and said the words I need to speak. And so this other pastor is finishing up when all of a sudden he says, and so we're going to have Pastor Rick close us out with uh, the Our Father prayer. Well, I've said the Our Father prayer since I was a little kid. But at that moment, my mind went blank. I didn't have a, I, I don't know why. I didn't have a single word popping into my mind because I had so relaxed and sat back down in my chair. I'm like thinking about the food afterwards, thinking about the family who, you know, that I see right there in the front row. I'm thinking about other things, but I'm not necessarily thinking at that moment about what he was saying until he goes, we're going to have Pastor Rick close us out with the Our Father. Well, it's a simple prayer, right? Wouldn't you agree? It's a simple prayer. But have you ever gone blank before in the middle of a meeting or the middle of when somebody's asked you to speak? And so there's 200 people there looking at me, waiting for me to start the Our Father. And I'm all the whole while I get up, grab the microphone and, and inside I'm saying, Lord, help me remember these words because right now they're not coming to my mind. And one by one, those words started coming. They started coming. And, and I realized at that moment, God was stretching me. He's going... Okay, you had these notes here. You had your part in what you were going to say. Now are you going to trust me so that I can lead you in what I want you to finish with? And 
for some reason, I just remember going blank, but God helped me. He gave me the words. I was able to recite the Lord's Prayer. It started off as a, as a struggle at first, and then it started flowing and because I started trusting Him. Have you ever been there? God has helped you out in a moment when, when you're seemingly being stretched and you don't know what's about to happen. And, and, and I thought it was just amazing because Lord, the Lord helped me in that moment right there when I needed Him to help me. Thank God. So again... Fear began to creep up in me at that moment. There's 200 people looking. This pastor don't know the Our Father? What kind of pastor is this? But, but I did. I came through with it. Thanks to the Lord helping me with that. So again, for some of you, some of you this morning, that may have been what happened to you the first time you received the Lord Jesus. It was a step of faith. It was, it was fear at first, possibly of not understanding what was going on. But you stepped out of your comfort zone and said, yes, yes, I, I, I need that. You felt a need in your spirit. You felt a desire for that, which is God's wooing, God's, his spirit desiring you. And you said, I want that. I want that change in my life. For some of you, that's where you first experienced God stretching you. Amen. I know that's how I felt when I first came to the Lord as an adult in my late 20s. Uh, I had never wanted to do anything with with, with church like this, uh, you wouldn't have caught me in a church like this. But at that moment when I was there listening to the gospel, I couldn't tell you what the man preached. I couldn't tell you. But I remember the Spirit of God just saying, this is what you need. This is what you need. This is what you need. And I just soaked it up. And I said, yes, Lord. And I received them as my Lord and Savior that day. Amen. 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 I want to share with you something here that uh, I started in 1997, 1997, this is a rubber band ball. This is why it's called the rubber band ball sermon. Bounces pretty good, huh? Let's do that again. This started with one rubber band in 1997 at my kitchen table in Napa. I'll tell you, 90, over 90% of the rubber bands here are from the Napa register. <laughs> the others are from rubber bands I've collected over the years. But what I want to explain to you is, is in the middle of this ball, there's, there's no heavy, because uh, this thing weighs probably about seven pounds, eight pounds. It's solid. It's heavy. And in the middle of this, it's not a tennis ball or it's not a, a piece of metal or anything. It's one little tiny rubber band, a little simple little rubber band, weak little rubber band. But yet now, that little rubber band has been stretched, has been transformed. It's now grown. It's now flexible. And it's still growing because I'm adding to it from a tiny little rubber band. Each of you here this morning, do you have that rubber band? Raise your hand if you received the rubber band this morning. If you didn't, you should have one. But each of you are that little rubber band. God is wanting to stretch you. He's wanting to stretch you and build you into something incredible. That little rubber band, if he could talk, he never would have thought he could become this right here. That little tiny one rubber band. But now, that's who you are. God is wanting to stretch you and, and form you into the person he designed you to be. To fulfill the purpose he has for your life. How many understand that? That you weren't designed just to live in your little world of comfort, you were designed and created to obey him, to bring him glory, 
to bring him honor. And in that process, become flexible, grow, versatile, and so forth. That's what this rubber band represents. You want to hold that, Wayne? It's pretty heavy. Can we pass it around? You can pass that around. If you'd like to add to it, or I'd like for you to hold on to your rubber bands to remind you that you are still growing. God is stretching you, amen? Now, this started years ago in 1997. That's a 20-year-old rubber band ball right there. Uh, My goal is to get it as big as I can. I saw Guinness Book of World Records. It's like a six-foot in diameter ball. Not that it's ever going to get that big, but I want to get it as big as possible, right? But again, it started day by day, month by month, year after year of adding to it, stretching it, stretching it, stretching it. That's what God is doing in your life today. He's stretching you. Everybody say that again. God is stretching me. me. Amen. God is stretching you. 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 10, as I close this morning, I want to read this verse to you. 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 10 in the New International Version, the NIV states this, And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. You want to be strong, firm, and steadfast? I think every one of you here want to be strong, firm, and steadfast. God is going to stretch you. And you may be uncomfortable right now. You may be in a position where seemingly you think that this is, this is where life is going to leave you. No, God's not going to leave you there. He's stretching you to take you to your next challenge. Amen. To grow you. Amen. God wants to grow you. Now, each of you, you have that rubber band to remind you of that. That God will stretch you. That it will get uncomfortable. But it shouldn't cause you to disobey him. Continue to obey him. Continue to fight for you know what's r- to, to, for, for what's right. Amen? And in turn, God will make you flexible, versatile. He'll make you stronger. And he'll continue to grow you. Amen?